I came across a picture of a woman holding a sign with a rainbow and beneath the rainbow it said terrified Mm -hmm. and I just thought like I saved it Mm -hmm. because it resonated with me so much hey friends welcome to the yet we thrive podcast we're your hosts Jessica and Lindsay even though we are all part of this club that we never intended to sign up for we're so glad you're here we are a community for women who have lost babies or have struggled to get pregnant And we're here to help you thrive, even in the midst of these impossible circumstances. So join us as we show you practical and sometimes unconventional ways every week for how to thrive in this one crazy life. Well, welcome back to the Yet We Thrive podcast. This is episode 10, and this there will be a possible uh, trigger warning, so just a warning before you start listening. Um, We are going to be talking about having a rainbow baby. But before we get into that, as always, something that's frustrating us and something that's bringing us joy. And I'll go first this time. Um, So as I said last week, I started Whole30. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that's frustrating me is... I can't find a protein shake that I'm allowed to drink. No and I don't. I don't know if there's like such a thing. So if you know, please comment below. Please comment below. Let, help a sister out. <gasps> but that, I always drink protein shakes as like mm-hmm. my afternoon thing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, you know, I'd put it in a blender with some ice and mm-hmm. cashew milk and yep. a banana, frozen banana. And it was just mm-hmm. like, that was a pick me up so that good. I needed yeah. in the afternoon instead of eating a bag of chips. Right. And so um, that is something that's frustrating. That is, is very I'm frustrating. My protein. Yeah. So I can't have dairy. I can't have sugar. Like, mm-hmm. and a lot of my protein shakes I think had whey and sugar in it, but the ones that had oh. pea protein in it had still had the sugar. Right. So. I'm just trying to figure that out. So maybe I'm missing yeah. something, but that's been frustrating. Yeah. Something that's bringing me joy is spring is around the corner. Oh, um, Lord. Yeah. So I'm super pumped about that. Yes. Just new life coming mm-hmm. and um, getting out of the season I hate the most. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I'm excited for spring. Yeah. Well, me too. Yeah. What about you? Well, it's funny because last week you shared about being on the whole 30. I'm doing the 30-day slim down Ooh. with Nancy Anderson this yes. month, and same thing. Yeah. It is both a frustration and yeah. <laughs> it's just, and it's, I think it's really similar yeah. to Whole30. Yeah. No, like, gluten-free, dairy-free, mm-hmm. sugar-free, alcohol-free, all of those things. Right. Um, Can you have grains on that? Few. Okay. Like, I get quinoa. Okay. In the afternoon. Well, see, that's good. I can't have greens or anything. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. Well, I will say I've been doing the, I think it's Garden of Life. Oh, yeah. Protein shakes with greens. Yes. Yeah. I don't and know. And that's that the one. one, that's the one I used okay. to do. Yeah. Um, but it has pea protein in it, doesn't it? Or pea, whatever. Pea protein. Pea protein. Okay. I think. Uh, but, yeah. So, I don't know. I must yeah. be missing something. I don't know. It can't be this complicated. <laughs> it can't be. I've heard the Vega brand, too. Okay. Is good. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it's also bringing me joy because I, I'm feeling better. And that's yes. like a whole big reason yes. I did it is because my because of my endometriosis, my hormones are just mm-hmm. out of control. Yeah. And so I'm trying to regulate my hormones mm-hmm. and this eating plan helps to do that. Right. So I do feel better. I'm looking better. Yeah. Getting better sleep. I've lost a couple pounds and a couple inches. Yeah. But 
the biggest thing is the hormones and just yeah and just feeling better when you feel Mm -hmm. better like your whole day your whole outlook is just way better yeah but Um, also i want that chocolate chip cookie that i i know right although so um side note costco Uh has a bag of chocolate chips that are i believe whole 30 approved Approved. yeah like there's no it's vegan um no sh- added sugar. Uh-huh. Um, I've yeah, I've been adding them with some of my cashews, and it's so mm, good. So, so if you good. need a little pick me up, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'll have to send you. I forget yes. what they're called, but they're in a blue bag, and Costco yeah. is amazing. So. Yeah, I could only do it on Saturdays. Saturday is my like treat. I get a treat. Okay, a treat meal. But That's I couldn't good. squeeze it in. It's all about else. balance. It's all about balance. <laughs> like we said, we're gonna be talking about rainbow babies mm-hmm. this week, which is a huge topic. Um, especially in, I don't know, probably the last five to seven years, mm-hmm. people have been talking about it a lot more. Yeah. So if you don't know what a rainbow baby is, that's the term that people have started using for a pregnancy after a loss, mm-hmm. um, to kind of like the rainbow after the storm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jess is telling me, well, you go ahead and tell me. Like, yeah, I've noticed um, that not all women like that term mm-hmm. um because they don't want to think of their loss before mm-hmm. as a storm yeah um which i totally get yeah that makes um, sense and so you know i think it's just however you look at it. i don't think mm-hmm. it's a term you have to use no. obviously or you know it, i think it's just in the community of loss yeah um that's just the term that they mm-hmm. have talked about and yeah made it a thing mm-hmm. um yeah and when I had my first rainbow baby mm-hmm. I I had never heard of that term yeah it wasn't until my second right loss that like people were starting to use that mm-hmm. more and it was a hashtag right and all of right. this stuff yeah so don't feel like it's something that you have to like proclaim right <laughs> like Cling it's on just to. you know so that everyone knows the term and what it means mm-hmm. this is what it means yeah so. yeah and for me rainbow baby doesn't mean that my baby after loss is replacing mm-hmm. the one that's lost, but losing my baby was a really dark time, mm-hmm. even though there's joy in the life that right. they had and right. all of that. But yeah. So if you mm-hmm. don't like the term, that's okay. Yeah. Don't use it. Right. No shame there. Nope. Um, we will be using it during this mm-hmm. episode, but just ignore it yeah yeah (laughs) and that's okay too right I think I mean you can even I mean you can look at it in different ways like Mm -hmm. all the colors of the rainbow that's how many emotions I feel like we go through amen you know and so like it's just all it's it could be however you want it yeah your loss your story your terms right so yeah no shame you don't like it that's okay we're good with that that's fine yeah (laughs) but we did want to talk about that before we moved on yes so Jess and I we both have Rainbow Babies. Mm-hmm. You have Tenley, and then I have Reagan and Fletcher. Um, let's just talk about yeah. all of the things that come with that because it's not mm-hmm. just, oh, I'm really happy. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah. But there's so much more that comes with having a rainbow baby, mm-hmm. and that side of it just doesn't get talked about as right. much. Not right. that I've seen. Yeah. So to start out with, well, I was scrolling on Instagram one day, of course. Right. That's what I do. Um, and I came across a picture of a woman holding a sign with a rainbow and beneath the rainbow, it said terrified. Mm. And I just thought like I saved it Mm -hmm. because it resonated with me so much of 
Right. Yes, I am going to have, like, I'm pregnant. I'm mm-hmm. letting you know. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my gosh, I am scared. So let's talk about after loss. Were you ever, and I know we've talked about this before, but in case nobody's heard mm-hmm. that, did you ever think you would get a rainbow baby? I don't know if I necessarily thought about that. Mm-hmm. Just because of my situation, I just yeah. wanted to get better. I didn't right. want to, like develop this cancer and just be sick the rest of my life. <sighs> right. Um, but I think after that, after that feeling, well, after my body was healed mm-hmm. and I had time to process of mm-hmm. what just happened, there was a yearning in my soul where I was like, I want mm-hmm. a baby. Yeah. I don't think I, it crossed my mind before we even got married, if I could have kids just uh-huh. because of my pituitary tumor and like yeah. all of my hormonal issues. Mm-hmm. And that's something that Adam and I communicated before we got married. Mm-hmm. And so, but I was hopeful, but I think, you know, after losing our first, I just, I didn't know what to think anymore. I think I was still right. just in this state of PTSD. Yes. I don't know. Like I still was just in the state of like what just happened and that was scary and uh-huh. I want a baby and that's it. Yeah. Like I never even thought like, can I have another one? Mm-hmm. Cause it never was brought to my attention during my, you know, with my oncologist, she never really said mm-hmm. you can't have one. She just said, you need to wait a full year after this last injection mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. you even start trying. Like you cannot get pregnant. Right. And so my last injection was in August and we got pregnant with Tinley in January. Okay. So there was that added fear mm-hmm. of, oh my gosh, what have we done? Uh-huh. Um, and we took all the precautions, yeah. you know? And so it was just God's timing. Yeah, but um, yeah, and so I think... With her, I was just scared because of that added element. But mm-hmm. then also like, well, the last time I got pregnant, because our first was when we, you know, like mm-hmm. our first pregnancy, we lost. And so like yeah. I had nothing to compare it to. Right. And so, um, so yeah, I just, I was terrified the whole mm-hmm. pregnancy. Yeah. Um, was she going to be okay? Like, mm-hmm. is, you know, is she going to develop okay? You know, right. is the is the medicine from my oncologist still in my system? Mm-hmm. Like, is that going to affect her? Like, yeah. there's just all this added weight to it. Yeah. So, um, For me, it was the moment I remember sitting in the MFM's office mm-hmm. and they told me, gave me my diagnosis, told me what was going on, and my I think my first question, Jess, was, will I be able to get pregnant again? I was just so, and I I have endometriosis, Mm. which a lot of women don't have problems getting pregnant with endometriosis, Mm -hmm. but some women who have it can't get pregnant. Um, So it's just like a toss up. There's not Mm -hmm. even like a determining factor necessarily, Mm -hmm. unless your reproductive organs have just been eaten by it. Um, But so that was always in the back of my mm-hmm. mind too, was like, am I going to be able to, is it going to be hard? And they just told us we wouldn't know until we started trying. Mm-hmm. And we were blessed enough to not have problems getting pregnant, mm-hmm. but that was just always lodged in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. And so then I got this crazy diagnosis and that's the first thing I thought, will I be able to get pregnant again? And I was almost afraid to ask it, mm-hmm. but they reassured me, no, like this yeah. has nothing to do with right. any of that. Um, mm-hmm. you should have no problems getting pregnant again, but you should not get pregnant right away. Mm. And they, they also told us a year, right. um, ran out of birth control and my insurance was out in November and we were like, I 
think that's good enough. Let's, let's just start trying and see what happens. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. We're done. I, because after I lost Judah, I remember standing in the hospital room, looking in the mirror, and because I'd been so sick, and because most of the weight I had gained was fluid, mm. I had gained like close to 40 pounds in fluid, I think. Yeah. And so I dropped down to like 100 pounds, yeah. which is way mm-hmm. below what I should be. Right. And I just remember looking at myself in the mirror thinking, I never thought I would think I was too skinny. Right. And just like missing that belly mm-hmm. with the baby. Mm-hmm. I just like ached and I just told Blake, if I could go, if I could get pregnant right now, right, I would because I just hate not being pregnant. Right. And so when I did get pregnant, I was so excited and mm-hmm. so happy. And and with Reagan, I honestly was fine. Like, I wasn't scared. Mm-hmm. I just had this, like, everything's going to be fine. Yeah. This is going to be amazing. Um, I just had I had zero worries. And she was my easiest pregnancy. Um, I mean, I... For a while, I woke up feeling like I was run over by a truck every morning. Yeah. But then I went to the chiropractor, and that was, like, right. all better and fine. So she just – I was just filled with joy mm-hmm. my entire pregnancy with her. And she was my easiest delivery. Oh, wow. And she came the fastest, and it, it was kind of a whirlwind. But um, with her, it just – I wasn't scared. I was fine. That's, I wasn't afraid. Yeah, I just good. was confident. I just had this, like, faith that, like, mm-hmm. this is God restoring his promises. Yeah. Um, but then fast forward to after we lost the twins, that was just like such a blow, you know, with Jude, I kind of expected it, yeah. but with the twins, I had no idea. Yeah. It just knocked me off my feet. And with them, it was, we went into the room, got an ultrasound and then they told us there was right. no heartbeat. So it was just a totally different situation. Yeah. Um, and we, I think we got pregnant like three months later mm-hmm. they told us to wait like one month after mm-hmm. recovering from the dncs and i actually had to have two dncs with them because they didn't clean me out enough right. the first time so the second one was a month later so we ended up having to wait an extra mm-hmm. month before i got pregnant um so it, it wasn't too bad it wasn't like this long waiting game yeah um and i say that sensitively because right i know if women are waiting for years right so that's i say that with a grain of salt right um, when I did get pregnant with Fletcher, it, I mean, it was just like joy and grief combined. Mm-hmm. It was like, I was so excited, but I was also just like mm-hmm. devastated mm-hmm. almost and terrified. And I had, uh, oh, what's it called when your placenta is not in the right spot? I can't think uh, of what it's called. Pro- pro- uh, oh, no. Where is Shara when you need her? I know. Shara, why aren't you sitting next to us to tell us? I'll think of it. Yeah. Previa? Is that what it is? Placenta previa? Yeah. Or? Where it's like blocking yeah. your uterus. It's just in the wrong spot. I had that for most of my pregnancy. And so I had to have a lot of ultrasounds just to check on mm-hmm. that. I cried every single ultrasound. Mm. I I hated going into that room. It was just like revisiting the mm-hmm. trauma. I mean, and I it just was the worst. And most of the time I was by myself. Yeah. And it just was so hard. I was so scared that every mm-hmm. single time they were either going to tell me there's no heartbeat mm-hmm. or they were going to tell me like yeah. there's something wrong. We need to go check on something right. else. But well, for me, so we lost ours at 16 weeks and every single 16 week appointment I had you know, three of them after that with each Ugh. of our kids. Yeah. I got physically sick. Yeah. And I wouldn't eat the day before. Ugh. Like, it, and there was nothing. 
I could do to shake mm-hmm. it, you yeah. know? And it was just like, come on, like, I'm going to be fine. Uh-huh. Like, but I would be in the bathroom just sick and mm-hmm. I would be shaking. Mm-hmm. I would be, have cold sweats and Ugh. I would walk in. I mean, I looked sick at every 16 week appointment yeah. I had because it was just the fear overtook mm-hmm. my body and I could not backtrack. Like yeah. I couldn't even, there was nothing I could do. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then as soon as you know, I went in there and everything was fine. It was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm starving. I need to eat, yeah. you know, like, yeah. but it was just, I, I dreaded that, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, I, I guess for me, it's just like a trigger. Like even, yeah. you know, my, one of my best friends, she texted me a couple of weeks ago and she was like, I'm going in for my 16 week appointment and pray, you know, cause she's, she's walked with me and another really good friend of ours through child loss. Mm -hmm. And it's just like that whole day I was like, Oh, please, Jesus, please. You know, it's just like, even, even after 16 weeks, Uh you're not like there's people lose babies even after that. But it's just like, for me, Mm -hmm. it's that trigger of that appointment where Mm -hmm. I'm just like, it just physically, like, I can't work through it. But I think that that's a good point too, that it's not just like your pregnancy right after a loss. I think most women feel it a li- at least mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. in their subsequent pregnancies. Right. So with Reagan, I didn't feel it, but I felt it a little bit with Eleanor, yeah. but it was bad after a flush. I, and I almost just couldn't even enjoy my pregnancy because right. I was so scared. Yeah. I was terrified mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. And for me, that was mm-hmm. like, this is it. I, I cannot do this again right. for my mental health, even right. if I, wanted more kids yeah I can't do this Mm -hmm. and that was the first time I'd ever felt like this is it I just have to Mm -hmm. I just have to be done for my mental right Right. health yeah (laughs) yeah so that's the pregnancy part Mm -hmm. but what if your baby arrives Mm -hmm. when you have your rainbow baby Mm -hmm. finally you delivered them they're here they're healthy let's talk about Mm -hmm. all of that mixed bag that comes with that Mm -hmm. yeah I think for me it was really just with Tenley like I didn't really feel um I guess the same way I felt about Tenley that I did with my two other boys yeah um I just had this sense of peace I guess Mm -hmm. but you know after Tenley I mean it was just I had just walked this extremely hard road yeah um and that was the only experience I had Mm mm-hmm with pregnancy, having a baby, like all mm-hmm. of the things. And so, um, yeah, I think, I think for me, I just had a lot of delayed grief with her. Yeah. Um, but then also terrified that she would die. Yeah. Um, and so I think that goes into kind of like last week when we uh-huh. talked about like, what is grief and what mm-hmm. is the grief lies? Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I think it was just hard for me to be sane. I don't know. Yeah. Like I just I just was just terrified mm-hmm. all the time that she was going to die and yeah. you know, I think I I look back at that now and mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I wish I would have had someone to be like it's fine. Yeah. She's fine. She's uh-huh. going to be okay. But then at that time I didn't know how to communicate. Like I was having these feelings because yeah. again, going back to joy and grief, like mm-hmm. I felt weird and I felt yeah. shameful that I had these feelings. Right. And so it was like, I didn't even know what to do. Right. Yeah. It's, I I thought if I talked about it, people would look at me like, what's wrong? I with was you? crazy yeah. or that I was a bad mom or that I was ungrateful. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. It's hard and scary. Mm-hmm. Cause 
especially then, people just weren't talking about it. It right. just was not mm -hmm. a subject. Yeah, and for me, that was almost 11 years ago. Mm -hmm. And, like, we didn't know anybody who had walked yeah. that road. Makes and it even harder. Yeah, like, no one in my family. I mean, my my aunt had lost um, a child, but not, like, you know, not mm -hmm. through that way. But, you know, so I didn't really – but she knew grief, and right. we had, like, really good conversations, mm -hmm. and she gave me some books that she had from, like, 30 years ago, wow. 20 years ago, you know. Um, and so that was really helpful because yeah. we knew the pain of that. And so – but, yeah, but even, like, I just felt so alone. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and it, with, with Reagan, mm -hmm. I just remember sitting on the couch, holding her, looking at her, and just feeling like – that delayed. I had never even heard that term until you shared with me a mm -hmm. podcast episode that you were a guest on yeah. and you talked about delayed grief. And I, oh, thank the Lord. Somebody put a term to this. Yeah. Because sometimes just when you have a name for something, mm -hmm. it makes you feel more normal or right. something. It right. just makes you feel like, yeah, not crazy. Or and I think a lot of people don't even realize what yeah. they're going through. Like, yeah. especially if you have a loss and then you have a live birth, right? Uh -huh. You have a child, like you, there is this sense of grief mm -hmm. and you don't realize that it is the delayed grief because you're yeah. constantly like, oh my gosh, like I didn't have this with, uh -huh. with my, with my first, or I didn't have this with this one, you know, like, and so it, that is grief yeah. and it's delayed grief because uh -huh. that it's from when mm -hmm. you lost that child, you yeah. know? And so, um, for me, that was the only like term that made sense to me yeah. is I was experiencing delayed grief and mm -hmm. that was okay. And that was normal, Yeah, but I didn't have anyone to like walk me through that and right. be like, yeah, this is, this is something yeah. you're going to feel, feel mm -hmm. it. And you know, let's yeah. have tools yeah, yeah, to help you get through that. Yeah. Yeah. I want, it's just in your face. Like it's in your face grief because mm -hmm. when you lose a baby, you can picture in your mind mm -hmm. what you're missing. Mm -hmm. You can picture holding them or the mm -hmm. moments that you would miss with them. But then when you have a real life stuffed into your arms and feeling really glad and grateful because you actually got mm -hmm. this one and you got to keep this baby. You're holding it. You're looking mm -hmm. at it. And this, oh, is, this is it. Yeah. This is what I'm missing. Mm -hmm. Wow. I am so sad. Mm -hmm. Like I yeah. wish that I would have had these moments mm -hmm. with that baby too. Mm -hmm. For me, they're just with, especially with, I just, there was so much shame attached to that too, because like we talked about people's reaction normally is, well, you should just be grateful to right. their heels. Like that doesn't take away how much I miss mm -hmm. my other baby that right. I lost. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you wouldn't say that if somebody lost their three-year-old. Right. Well, at least be grateful you have your other kids. You right. wouldn't dream of saying no. that. No. So you shouldn't say it to mm -hmm. yeah. people are getting better, but also, and people have the best intentions at they heart. They do. They're not trying... More often than not, they're right. not trying to be hateful. Right. But their job is just to make you feel better. And so they're yes. thinking of what is going to make them feel better, yeah. you know? And so, but grief is just literally loving someone who's no longer here. Yeah. Like yeah. that's, you know, it's loving them. It's missing mm -hmm. them. Like it's, it's keeping them alive here, yes. you know? And it's just, 
and it's just different for every person. Mm -hmm. And some, someone might say something to you that totally like, yeah, resonates with mm -hmm. you. And they'll say the same thing to me. And I'm like, wow, that was, that was really hurtful, yeah. you know? And Thanks so, for that. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just, it's just hard. That's why it's so important to communicate mm -hmm. and even to like, before you say something like, listen, I don't mean if this hurts you, mm -hmm. please tell me, you mm -hmm. know, like, but this is like, is this okay to say, you yeah. know, like it's that dance of joy and grief with even the people in your lives and yes. what that looks like. Reagan, mm -hmm. I felt that a lot mm -hmm. and there was shame attached to it all over. And I wondered, am I the only one that feels this way? Are there other moms who feel so sad mm. and not from postpartum depression, mm -hmm. but are there other women who feel so sad as they're sitting there holding, holding their baby mm -hmm. and overwhelms with grief, just mm -hmm. like knocks you off your feet, wanting to sob mm -hmm. kind of grief. Is, is that normal? Mm -hmm. And yeah. I didn't know that it was, nobody had ever told me. Mm -hmm. And I just was almost angry thinking, why didn't nobody tell me this? I had so many people tell me after we lost Judah that they had also lost a baby. Mm. Nobody told me, hey, by the way, when you have another baby, it's going to hurt. Mm -hmm. It's going to be really exciting and happy and joyful, but it's going to hurt too. But do you think people don't because they also feel that shame? Uh-huh. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. And that's exactly what we're doing right here right, right now. And so with when we lost the twins and I had Fletcher, I felt that grief mm -hmm. full force and maybe even a little bit more mm. because he was a boy. Mm -hmm. And so I was, was got to see what it was like to be, I've always been a boy mom right. ever since I got pregnant with Judah to, to have, have it him. in real life yeah. in this side of heaven mm -hmm. to have that. But I knew, I knew it. I, mm -hmm. I was expecting it. I knew it was going to come. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't, it didn't knock me off my feet. Mm -hmm. I was sad. I was grieving, but it wasn't, the shame wasn't there mm -hmm. because I knew that it was coming. And you, when we were talking about this podcast episode yeah. and what we wanted to talk about, what we wanted to share, you gave this really great analogy of riding a bike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you remember? What? Yes, I think so. Okay. So yeah, so when you're learning how to ride a bike mm -hmm. and you fall for the first time, mm -hmm. like that really hurts, yeah. but you didn't know how to catch yourself. Right. And so you get back up and you get on the bike and mm -hmm. the second time you fall, like it's, you kind of, you, you, you have these reflexes uh -huh. that kind of catch you, you know? And so I feel like kind of grief mm -hmm. can kind of have that where when it, when you first feel it, it hurts really mm -hmm. bad and not yeah. that it never hurts, right? but you know how to catch yourself. Um, so. Well, and you would also attach to that, like what we're trying to do today here mm -hmm. in this podcast is we're trying to throw a little bit of cushioning right. underneath you. Right. If you fall and you fall on a pillow, like you're, mm -hmm. it's still going to hurt. It's not going right. to be comfortable. Right. You're not going to like it, mm -hmm. but at least the landing was a little bit softer. Right. And that's exactly what we're trying to do. Or just having a yield sign. Yes. <laughs> like, or the signs that say bump ahead, you know, <laughs> yes. like, we're trying to be that sign for you. That we want to help this you. This may happen. <laughs> you can turn right or keep going. <laughs> this is going to happen. <laughs> yes. Because it will. It yes. just will. Yeah. And the conversations that I've had with moms since I've been vulnerable and shared mm -hmm. that, it 
it's been a resounding yes yeah. from other lost moms of, yeah, yeah, I totally feel that way. I'm yeah. so glad you said that right. because I thought I was the only one. Mm-hmm. And so we're here to tell you the lie is yeah. that you're alone, but the truth is it's that true. you're, you're not alone. Right. Right. Every other woman mm-hmm. feels this way. And I think there's power in sharing your fears. Yes. You know, there's, there's, there's movement in yeah. that, you know, and you might have a conversation with another mom that like, you know, how I said delayed grief, mm-hmm. like you were like, yes, that's what that's I'm feeling, it. you yeah. know? And so we shouldn't have the shame of, we can't speak about it. We mm-hmm. can't speak about our own experience or what happened, mm-hmm. but I think there's so much healing. There's so much restoring. There's so much yes. s- spaces you can find yes. to heal in that when you just be raw and mm-hmm. you just be unfiltered and you just yes. say, Hey, did you ever feel this way? I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> so, um, you know, like let us all come together and mm-hmm. just help one another. Um, take those hits a little, I don't even know if easier would be the word, but just be a little bit more prepared. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's story is different. Everyone's grief is different, mm-hmm. but just these tidbits of tools, these tidbits of information, just um, encouraging mm-hmm. um, things I think could, I know it would have helped me 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. It totally would have. Yeah. And it would have made me see in a different light. Yeah. And it would have made me not feel so. Yes. It kind of does rem- rem- remind me of Rainbow and Rainbow Baby. Mm-hmm. Like when you think about it, the joy is the rainbow. Mm-hmm. The grief is this it could be this light rain, this cloudy mm-hmm. day. It doesn't have to be a thunderstorm. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be that term. Mm-hmm. But like when you see a rainbow, mm-hmm. there's there's this side of grief where it's cloudy and maybe a little rainy. Mm-hmm. And then there's this rainbow where you find the joy in yeah. the midst of that. Yeah. You know, and so yes. and like I said in the beginning, like the all the colors remind me of all the emotions you go through. So many emotions. Like, you know, and so it it's colorful and sometimes it's really dark purple right. and blue. <laughs> but then there's yellow up at the top. Yeah. You know, like yep. and yeah. And sometimes it's faded and sometimes it's super vibrant. Right. And in your face. But it's always beautiful. Um, and so we can go into, you know, sometimes with Rainbow Baby learning how to honor the other baby. Because mm-hmm. um, a I, rainbow baby is not a replacement. No. Nobody will ever, nothing, nothing right. will ever replace the baby right. that you lost. Right. So rainbow baby, mm-hmm. not a replacement baby. It's just a bright spot after a hard thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so for me, like something that we just in our personal story that we did to honor, like um, within that year of 2010, like mm-hmm. we had join um an organization called share and Mm -hmm. they did a walk every year a walk to remember and that was something that we did that october um and that was to honor him and and then the following year obviously we had tinley but there's been things we've done throughout the past 11 years to honor him Mm -hmm. um you know one of them was getting um the build a bear mm-hmm. like that was the thing that we did one year yeah um we had a brick dedicated to him mm-hmm. um in this little spot space um in saint charles missouri that had you can buy a brick and put your child's name on it and there's yeah. like an angel of hope there it's just okay. it's really beautiful That's so beautiful yeah and so we did that on his five year 
Um, and so my goal for the tenure did not <laughs> became a different goal, became yeah. this goal as uh, yet, we thrive, yet we thrive. But I have another goal that hopefully will be the 15 uh, year goal to do that. So there's just been little things that I've yeah. done to honor him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yellow was always like the color mm-hmm. I just pictured like, I don't know, just yellow reminds me of him. Yeah. Um, I think the when we did the balloon release and the walk to remember we had yellow balloons and I don't know if that's something that like stuck in my brain yeah um but then and every time my kids see a yellow butterfly Uh like they always said oh it's baby trotter saying hi to us and so like there's been times where especially at our old house um I had a butterfly plant Mm -hmm. and we had butterflies in our backyard all the time and they Mm -hmm. were always yellow and so like I could see them running around and like chasing the yellow butterfly and so just like little things like that like honoring him um we still have like a little stocking that we put up at Christmas time for him and so those are just things that we do yeah what about you guys so for us this is why I love having more than one personality Mm -hmm. here talking because we also did Walk to Remember. Okay. And I really wanted to do it. And it's a really amazing thing. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. Right. I right. just went and I just thought, I'm so glad that they have this. Because right. all of his parents, like, they, you know, they had how many years they had been there. Mm-hmm. And it's just this amazing, beautiful thing. Yeah. And I just, it just didn't right. click with me right. for yeah. some reason. Yeah. And so that's why I love sharing the different perspectives. Yes. And yeah. for a while I was like, I kind of feel bad that that didn't like do it for me. Right. But then I realized that's so yeah. like, well, we and like for me, things. it was just that first year, yeah. you know? And so yeah. it was just like, that's just something that we wanted to do. And yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. And I think, I, I think it's so important. Like, right. Please people who do that, right. keep doing that. Yes. If yes. that's your thing, that's amazing. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you found something yep. that can bring healing and restoration to your soul. And the, right. the whole reason that we decided to actually go and do it was because um, somebody told us, she's like, I go every year because I don't get to do the birthday parties or the soccer oh. games. This is the event that I go to. And I loved that. And that, like, yeah. that was the reason that we right. went because it just, it made sense to mm-hmm. me. And so I think maybe I had too high of expectations for it or something. I don't right. know. Right. But yeah. It, that just wasn't our thing. Um, but I love that you are doing something like at the five year and the mm-hmm. 10 year. I've not thought that's not something that I've thought of. So yeah. now I'm going to be thinking, thinking on that. I love that idea. So yeah. I'm just yeah. rolling around in my head right now what, what? we could do yeah. to mm-hmm. in those years. Um, one thing that we do is I have a friend who she lost like at eight weeks a baby before we met. But then we were pregnant at the same time with the twins and with mm-hmm. her baby and we had the same due date oh, wow. <laughs> and I lost the twins mm. and it was devastating and that was so hard on her because she knew how hard it was for me mm-hmm. and she, I mean she apologized to me which is the normal response but I you know obviously right was so happy for yeah. her still and wanted so badly to like meet mm-hmm. her baby and see her baby like a month later at her 20 week appointment, she had to deliver the baby because it, oh, it, it wow. hadn't, she hadn't made it. And so it was just this weird, like God definitely played, like we'd mm-hmm. been friends for a long time mm-hmm. at that point, but we needed each other so badly in that time. 
Um, and she was able to call me and be like, what do I expect when I'm delivering mm-hmm. a 20 week old baby mm-hmm. that's not living? I need yeah. you to walk me through this. Um, but we go to the cake bake every year oh, in fun. May because yeah. May 31st was our due date. Okay. And then I had Judah on May 2nd. So May is just all right, together hard. really hard month. Yeah. Um, and it's really hard for both of us, but we make a special day, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. We both have four kids. And right. so... My, my mom actually was the first one to do it. It was like the f- the May that we were supposed to be delivering them. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Right. Set it up. She was like, set aside this day. Mm-hmm. I have something planned for you guys. Drop your kids off here. Mm-hmm. At the time, six kids between right. the two of us, and they were way younger. She's like, you have four hours. I'm going to give you an It's paid for. Just go and enjoy yourselves. Oh, Be wow. back here in four hours. Yeah. So we had no idea where we were going, and we ended up at the cake bake. Oh, sweet. And then we had eight there, and it was amazing and so yeah. life-giving. Right. And then we had time afterwards. So we, like, went to Target, yeah. and we were – I don't know. It was yeah. just amazing. Yeah. And so we decided, like, let's do this every year. Let's yeah. make a point every single May mm-hmm, to, to do, do this, this to yeah. honor those babies. And and sometimes we talk about them a lot, and sometimes we talk about them a little bit. We always right. mention them. Right. But it's not yeah. like the whole conversation revolves around that. So my mom takes our kids, all eight of them, Aww, every year. And that's so nice. And we go there, and we usually do that, and then – go get our nails done. And yeah. It's, it's so nice. Well, yeah. And I think honoring can look any way, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. I have a, a friend who, um, she's had two just really hard losses mm-hmm. and, um, she, you know, had a certain food craving, you mm-hmm. know, every month. And so, um, on that date every month, they order that food and, you know, she'll say, oh. you know, if you want to remember our babies with the, you know, like, oh, and so, um, yeah. And so it, it could really be anything yeah. that you do. And I love that she invites people to do that with her. I love that. And, you know, like I just, I love it. And we've done it several times yeah. like on that date and that's amazing. Yeah. And so, um, I think it can look any way, mm-hmm. however you want to honor yeah. your child, that is totally up to you. And yeah. if you want to invite people in that space, you can, if you don't, and you want to do that privately, that's totally fine yeah, too. Do that. But I think there's healing in that. I think, um, yes. it's almost in a sense of like, keeping them alive here, you right. know, and them still being a part of your family. Uh-huh. And that looks different, mm-hmm. you know, every day. Well, now that we've talked about some of the ways that we honor our babies, mm-hmm. um, we want to know how you honor your babies because I just, I loved hearing mm-hmm. all of those ideas and all those different things. And now I have some new ideas yeah. and we also have like a, a picture with Judah's name on it and his little handprints and his little oh, footprints. Yeah. And then, um, Shara, who mm-hmm. we heard from earlier this month, she got me two little, um, you know, like the willow tree oh, yeah. um, figurines for Christmas one year. She got me the twins ones. And so we have that sitting That's in our sweet. house. And so yeah. you don't even have to mm-hmm. do anything necessarily, right. but just right. having something that can remind yeah. you of them. But I, we want to know mm-hmm. what you guys do or what you guys have in your homes mm-hmm. that makes you remember and honor your babies. Mm-hmm. And I also want to say, I don't want anyone to feel shame in that. Yeah. You know, like some people might feel weird about it or not know how to do that. Or maybe you lost five or 10 years ago Mm -hmm. and maybe you're kind of in this space where like you want to, but you don't know how to. Mm -hmm. Um, Or maybe you need to have, you know, like we talked about last month, having Mm -hmm. communication. Like maybe you need to communicate to your spouse. Like I would like to do this. I know this happened like five, 10 years ago Mm -hmm. or two years. 
I think this would really help. I think. Yeah. And so what can we do? Mm-hmm. You know, is it, you know, on that date, or, you know, every month mm-hmm. or every year, like you go on a special date, like, mm-hmm. and so I think there's permission in just starting this whenever you want yeah. and yeah. honoring your child. Or if that's not something you want to do, mm-hmm. that's okay too. Yeah. If remembering them is yeah. enough to, for you, then yeah. that's enough. Right. And don't compare what somebody is doing right. to what you're doing because that's not mm-hmm. what it's about. No. Your grief is your grief. Your right. story is your story. Your loss is your loss. And how you want to honor that right. loss is totally up to you. Some mm-hmm. people may go to Mexico every year to mm-hmm. remember. If you just want to like light a candle or yeah. just sit and have a moment and think about them, right. that's enough. Right. Whatever you decide is enough. Mm-hmm. But we'd love to hear from you. Yes. Um, and so... Go on Instagram, mm-hmm. go on our comments, um, leave a comment there or in our community group on yeah. Facebook. Yes. Get on there. Let us know. We, we just, we really love hearing from you. We mm-hmm. love connecting with you. That's what we're here mm-hmm. for. That's why we started Yet We Thrive mm-hmm. is so that we can connect with other moms, with other women who have lost babies or women who have not been able to mm-hmm. have a baby. We want to connect with you and we want to hear these things from you too. So yeah, our Thrive tip is find hope in the small space. And that just means finding something small to help get you through the day. You don't have to find something big. Just find something, you know, just take a deep breath Mm -hmm. standing in your kitchen. Right. And that's a small, beautiful thing that you were able to fill your lungs. And for me, like another going into spring, mm-hmm. I'm going to be starting my garden. And so oh, yes. um, that's like something that brings me joy and yes. finding joy in those small spaces, yes. whether it's, you know, taking a moment and sketching out my garden plan mm-hmm. or just going to uh, the garden store and picking mm-hmm. out seeds. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, anything like that. Yeah. So we want to know how you're finding hope in your small spaces. Mm-hmm this month so let us know we're we always love to hear what you guys have and next week um we are going to be talking about what does it look like to thrive so join us next week thanks for joining us today on the yet we thrive podcast if you enjoyed today's episode go ahead and take a screenshot to share on social media you can find us on facebook or instagram at yet we thrive or at yetwethrive.com If our podcast has impacted you at all, we would so appreciate if you would take a couple of moments to leave a review. These things will help us to share the word and keep on thriving. Until next time.